When I heard that Daddy had hired a new secretary, I told myself, Lemon, you've got to bring that girl a covered dish. Get ready to have your biscuit buttered and kiss someone's grits. This episode, we're watching Heart of Dixie on The Showdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the podcast. And as always, the showdown is recorded in front of a live dog and cat audience. My name is Cliff, and this is the podcast where I, a television idiot, dissect one epic TV series with a television expert. So, Colin, uh, how are things in TV land today? They're a little sweaty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Uh a little steamy here. Uh Here in Dixie. Okay. Here in Bluebell. I will never be in Bluebell. (laughs) Okay. Never. Mark my words. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'll mark them. (laughs) Mark them up. Yeah. So today's topic is the ill-fated... Yikes. It's epic is a stretch for this one, but we were compelled. It that was is, a request that yes, we had that right. we'll, we'll explain later. Today, it shows today's, you, our, our listeners, how much we consider your thoughts and feelings. Uh-huh. Yeah, today's, today's show is, is Heart of Dixie. And what can I say that I'm not going to say in the next 45 I, I minutes say, or so? I was going to say, maybe we should just jump uh-huh. into it because yeah. clearly you're chomping at the oh, bit. Oh, I have. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm revved up today because of how awful this show is. <laughs> okay, well. I'm excited. I am revved up because of... How many thoughts I have on it, oh, whether they yeah. are positive or negative, I will okay. keep well, you in suspense. I'll bet it's a lot. So let's go ahead and go through the show overview here to get people caught up if they haven't seen the show, which God bless you if you haven't so far. <laughs> bless I, your if, heart. Let's if we could switch lives, I would make that happen. The air dates <laughs> for this show uh, were 2011 to 2015, so relatively recent. Uh, it aired on the CW and it's classified as a one-hour drama. Yeah, it ran for 76 episodes for a total of four seasons, and the cast is Rachel Bilson, Jamie King... Cress Williams, Wilson Bethel, Scott Porter, Tim Matheson, and of course, Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, Carl is here. That's right, everybody. Carl Don't is worry. here. This is our second showdown show with Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, this was this was a bit of a roller coaster for me. I saw him yep. in the credits before watching the show and was like, okay, Carl's yes. here. Yes. Here. I, you know, I can handle that. And then when he actually shows up in the show. No, just no. <laughs> galactic disappointment. Just he he definitely plays a character. Right. Sure so he he's interesting. And yeah. it, it's it's credit to his acting ability that mm-hmm. he is so good in this show. Yeah. He's, uh, despite also being great as a cop. I hope they drove previously. a truck full of money to his house <laughs> for this show. I somehow feel I like so maybe too. they didn't. But you boy. know, what? I hope so, too. Just good for him. Yeah. You know. His legacy lives on in my heart, but yeah. this was this is this is a rough period for him <laughs> in, my, in my opinion. So the description of this show, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get through this, but I I can't make any promises. It goes something like this: New York doctor Zoe Hart, played by Rachel Bilson, has reached a crossroads in her life when she decides to accept an offer from a stranger to work with him at his practice in Alabama. When she arrives in town, she discovers that the man has died and left her half of his practice in his will. Something that doesn't exactly make her new partner happy. Despite the shock of Southern life and some less than hospitable town folk, Zoe decides to give her new life a chance and discovers a new side of herself in the process. It's beautiful. If only any of that were, 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 were remotely accurate, that would be that would be great. Yeah, we can write our own new description. Yeah, of the well, show. we're going to tell you what happens in this. Yeah, in this we show are for we real sure in a second. Are. But before we do that, you want to talk about the ratings? Absolutely. A bit? Yeah, IMDb has this at a seven point seven, which which is wrong, pretty high, and then Rotten Tomatoes eighty one percent. Yeah, mistakes. Yeah, it's a high rating. Yeah, there's it's there's insane. some under the table payments going. 
one out there for so sure. It should not surprise anyone that the awards community does not feel the same ways has earned zero Golden Globes, no, zero Emmys, Mm-mm. and one ASCAP mm-hmm. for the top TV series in 2012. It has an ASCAP. <laughs> Is that? I just, I'm trying to understand. Yes, it has an ass cap. There's one in ass cap. Do you know what an ass cap is? I, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't either. I oh, okay. Thought, oh, okay. Really? Cool. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And they call me the TV idiot. Great. <laughs> Google it if you yeah, want me to. Wonderful. I'm not familiar with that uh, with that association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So we'll move we'll yeah. move on from the awards because that's, that's not helping anybody. So the notable filming locations, mostly in WB Studios. Yeah. No kidding. Over in, in and Burbank. over and over yeah, again. Yeah. They basically had one set that they just beat to death. The, the pilot was filmed in large part in Wilmington, North Carolina, interestingly enough. And then when the show got picked up, they moved all the production to Burbank and filmed it for, assuming, half the cost as it would have been on location. But uh, North Carolina is kind of the the backdrop of the show, even though the show uh, takes place on paper uh, in southern Alabama. Bluebell. To be exact. Yeah. So the top rated episode is probably a good segue is the the very last one, season four, episode 10, titled Bluebell, rated as a 9.2. Again, huge mistake. We're going to get into why it's so highly rated. Well, I we have sure so are. many thoughts on that. Uh, yeah. So the, the familiarity disclaimer, I, I have, if, to no one's surprise, had never seen any <laughs> of this show before we started. Colin had seen, a, you'd seen all the first I'd season. I'd seen all of the first season. And loved it so much that That you, I stopped watching. Well, it, it kind of fell off my radar. I think I got busy and some things changed and, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- things happen. Life happens. Life Cliff, got in the way. Life happens. Okay. Much like Zoe Hart understands, life happens. Cool. Okay. So we'll, for anybody that's, that's <laughs> maybe familiar to the show, maybe not, we'll, we'll see if we can jog your memory. Uh, in a little segment we like to call Theme Song Jukebox. What a hokey, awful, lazy theme Is song that for a show. Is the laziest theme song you've ever heard it's for a show? pretty bad. I'm, 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 serious, like, I'm genuinely I'm asking, and... is this the laziest theme song you've ever heard for a show? No. Okay. No, okay, I've heard some good. that are just like sound bites. Like there's lazier, okay. All right. there's lazier that's, theme that's songs. That's fair. I, I found this to be, uh, well, it will be reflected uh-huh. in many elements of oh, my boy. analysis later. Yeah, it, it's 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 rough for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, I, I don't want to... Take out my anger in general on the show <laughs> on the theme song. I, I might have uh, come in it's a little misplaced. hot there, but it's it is pretty awful. Yeah. Um. But, but we can't dwell on that, Colin. It's no. it's time uh, for us to move along to the part of the podcast where we get to break it all down. Are you ready for your close up? Of course I am. All right, let's do it. Okay. So where. Where do we begin? I have. Oh, I have. Where do we begin? I have a medium amount of notes. I actually have a lot of notes about the pilot, and then I just kind of only occasionally wrote a note after that. Oh, I have uh, some detailed notes about further seasons. I'll start. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I can't tell if it's the acting or the writing that's bad. Oh. I just can't tell. It's you know, a little column A, a little yeah, column B. That's, that's fair. That's um, fair. You know, I, I think maybe it's a good place to start. So the pilot is abrasive. I agree. To say the least. It starts out as a, I guess, a, it's it's... 
the opposite of believable in that it's a, it, it occurs it, it graduates to medical school sure. for for Zoe Hart who is That's the main right. character in this show Doctor uh, as, as in Hart. as in Heart of Dixie spelled H E R T ha 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 so funny okay. um, the <laughs> you leave you leave puns out of this <laughs> they're giving puns a, uh, a bad name so um she's supposed to be a surgeon she just that's graduated right. she wants to be a cardiothoracic surgeon because that's what her father was yeah I just put question marks like she she walks okay. up as a as a character out of out of a, another New show I, yeah. I you know gossip Grey's girl Anatomy. type which sure. is makes sense due to the the history of the show yeah not speaking at all like you would imagine somebody who was qualified to be a surgeon. Like I, I, agree. I'm, I'm, I would at first I was doing my best not to like pass really quick judgment and say, well, look, it's all kinds of people and you can behave how you want. She's written in a way that no one would ever believe that she practiced medicine whatsoever. Yeah, and I think I think you're right to blame it on the writing that uh, that they clearly didn't have any kind of medical professional on staff to, you know, typically for these kinds of shows, they have a consultant Mm -hmm. who says, oh, actually the, you know, scalpel that they would use is this, or actually Mm -hmm. the correct term for this type of diagnosis is this, or whatever medical professional opinion you need to have an accurate and well-researched show. Uh They clearly didn't do that. Well, you know, why would they? Yeah, Um, they they don't need to, because the show is what it is. You know? They have WebMD. They're good. If you want to watch a medical show, you can watch House. Okay? You can watch ER. I I will watch House. (laughs) Okay. I will watch House. So that that kind of segues (laughs) into one of the the next lines I wrote is this dialogue is dot, dot, dot difficult. Okay. Um, It's it's tough. And then... I, you know, and then I, I kind of made a note. It started getting into her family issues, and now her father is a bit estranged, uh, which comes into play a little bit later. And I immediately wrote, "Is her dad wrong for ignoring her?" Question. Okay. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know his story, and I don't want to jump to conclusions about why he's not on speaking terms with her because she seems kind of awful. Well, she she does, but you know, of course, we later learn spoiler for the pilot. We later learn that he's not her real father, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. that's yeah, difficult sure and frustrating and and weird. And also, the age difference they sort of like half heartedly explain. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure the age difference between her real mom and her real dad who dies yeah. and no one acts like it's a big deal, even uh-huh. though he's the town doctor. It was a big it's deal very to strange. me. It was a big deal to me. Um, yeah, it's, it's just all weird. It's all sorts of weird. I uh-huh. also, you know, you've, you've said a lot of notes that you have so far about the pilot. I want, I want to, I want to note one thing that I wrote down sure. at this point, which is four minutes of cliff frantically writing followed by, I think I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, just, uh, we, yeah. you just gave up. Yeah, on the There's show some so real early. low points here. Yeah. It's kind of sad reading through it again. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to try not to relive it. So let's move on to something happier. Jason Street it was. showing up? Yeah. So, yeah. We, so we get to Bluebell and immediately right. Jason Street is on the he's, scene. I literally wrote, he's here to save the day. Yeah. Street time. <laughs> yeah. He's he's there to make people uncomfortable and immediately hurt himself. Uh, and, and did in this one. He almost immediately, you know, acquires an injury. <laughs> so, yes. Agree. <laughs> It's a sad pattern of uh-huh. his life. He's sort yeah. of he's sort of an injury Sean Bean uh-huh. in that way. Um, I I will say we're mostly talking about the pilot, but just just in terms of the show overall. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating is they clearly set him up as the heartthrob, right? Uh-huh. As as Zoe Hart's unattainable whatever, uh-huh. and then he kind of takes a weird turn in later seasons where he's not at all the object of her affection. Well, what's bizarre is they set him up as the heartthrob just by way of being the only normal person in Bluebell. That's yeah. his only qualifying yeah. factor is that he's not a, a crazy he's person. He's like a moderately good-looking dude uh-huh. who's not 
a sexual predator the way Wade is, uh-huh. or easy on Wade. Hey, the mayor, who by the way, I will say I, I have this as a note, but I just want to say. I watched every single episode that I watched of mm-hmm. this show uh-huh. rooting for Zoe and the mayor to get together. And oh. I'm still disappointed that they didn't explore that. Yeah. No. I mean, look, he deserves better. Um, I don't know if Lemon is what he deserves, yeah. but it's certainly well, where he ended yeah, up. Yeah, we're but... okay. We're, we're definitely getting that ourselves now. So, okay, so, so, sorry, Jason, sorry, Jason, sorry. so Jason Street shows up, of course. He's here. Uh, which is Which is great at first. The, the show, I was so disinterested, I began... Uh, drawing parallels to Friday Night Lights, I, uh-huh. I wrote uh, Zoe is Lila? Question mark. Sure. Uh, Wade would be Riggins. Okay. I think, and Lemon is Buddy Garrity. Okay. Those were, <laughs> oh, poor Lemon. Those were the conclusions that I, I came to. So, so what's great though is that the mayor is also from Friday Night Lights. He was uh, Michael B. Jordan's dad. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a that's a lot yeah. of just just means that it's the same level of quality. Yeah. Of show. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there are there are they not the same show? I thought this was a I thought this was a, uh, a sequel. Um, uh, it may as well be. Yeah. I so another uh, star turn. There's a lot of interesting people. In fact, we can talk about that a little bit maybe. Sure. Uh, so so Harriet from uh so i married max murder that's right is in the show both um, of us have written down harriet uh-huh. we do not know that actress's name she is the hard-hearted harbinger of haggis that's right uh one of my my favorite sure films of all time for sure I, it was surprised because it's one of those times where i saw an actor on screen i'm like oh i know that person yeah where do i know them from it took like, me a while like to, deep in your core you yeah know i'm her. like yep. i know that that face i have that seen it so many same times. haircut since yep. the 90s interestingly yeah, good enough for her. yeah she found it she uh, looks the same she like to her credit she looked more or less the same. I agree. Movie, yeah, no, is, she absolutely great. found a hairdo that works for her, yeah. and she is just riding it out. I think it's great. Good for her. Yeah. She looked great. It was awesome. She also, again, was just super casual about the fact that her boss and presumably friend or at least you know coworker for a mm-hmm. long time has just recently passed away. It should be should be weirder. You'd think so. Uh, so Tim Matheson also is in this oh, show. Tim uh, it plays Brick Breland. Yes, uh, and he is of, of of Animal House fame. One of the two leads yes. in Animal House. Yes. Eric Stratton. That's right. Also the vice president from the West Wing, uh-huh. which is a show I've not seen, okay. but I feel like is important given that this is some sort of a television podcast. To well, he, yeah, he definitely has some actual credibility as an actual actor. Sure. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll probably get to the West Wing on this podcast sooner or later. It is in fact epic. I, I, so, and so then it brings us to my favorite, favorite cameo, which is Joe Beth Williams, uh-huh. who plays the mother uh-huh. of uh, Mrs. Hart, plays uh-huh. the, the mother of Zoe Hart. It's not in it very much, but nope. in the first season's kind of in and out. The mom from Poltergeist. Okay. Amazing. All right. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That's, I don't know why that was so interesting to me, but she is the, she is the mom from Poltergeist, which yeah. uh, was a movie that uh, is, is scarred me for the rest of my life and many other lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not recognize her at all. Oh, I yeah, yeah like, I never. Like I've seen guessed. Poltergeist. I, I don't know, give or take a million times. Well, you've seen like the I, first half of it a million times. Well, sure, I can't. No, <laughs> no one can finish it. No one's ever finished. No one that knows movie. how it ends. Yeah, no yeah. one. You get to ten it's minutes from scary. the ending, and it's and no one's finished. It's it's, it's a well known world record. Yep. Um. So what else? What other notes did you have? Well, I I will say that at the end of the pilot, I wrote, "Are these episodes two hours long?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it felt they are brutally long uh-huh. i i will say i enjoyed the pilot much more than i kind of remember the show and i think probably a lot of that is just the strength of the <laughs> sorry is the uh well, please continue the, that the strength of the writing of the pilot compared to the other episodes uh-huh. and probably what happened is they tried really hard to make the pilot as good as possible mm-hmm. and then the rest of them i guess they just coasted on yeah oh they coasted yeah the pilot is clearly one of the it's one of the better episodes weird they didn't go for more than four seasons <laughs> okay. All right. 
just crazy. Let's just, uh, you know, whatever. I, I also wrote down um, that this show is prejudiced against obnoxious small town white ladies. Yes, it sure so is. So they have a very narrow view of what women in this town, until they until they get yeah. a little closer to the end of the series. Yeah, these coastal elites yeah. writing this show oh, about boy. poor Bluebell, Alabama. You know, I'm, I'm from these sorts of places. It's pretty close. Okay. It's pretty close. Like I like it's it's not in that there's there's more there's more diversity of thought in some of these smaller towns than people might give it credit for, but n- not a lot more. Yeah. On average. I, I will say in in defense of the show, I I think that it is clearly trying to make a caricature of these types of people. I think that was the bigger problem I had. Where right. It wasn't so much the simple the oversimplification of the townsfolk, so to speak. Every show does that. We sure. watched a hundred shows that have done that. It was more of a people are more interesting than that. I think in small yeah, towns, like, like in some ways, it would be funnier to portray the actual insanity that happens in some of these, yeah. some of these places for sure. Yeah, this this was more agree. of a, uh, this was more of a of a, a storybook uh, type of with the whole, you know, the dressing up as the southern bells and sure. dance around the square. Like there, I don't know. That was yeah, it felt I, a little I, like the the small town parades and stuff. Like that felt a little easy. Yeah, I I made a note that the show suddenly got really bright at the end of season two, mm-hmm. and I think. What I mean by bright is literally the colors were a lot more saturated and they sort of made everything look a little bit lighter. I think that I think they kind of leaned into the show as kind of a cartoon of, you know, hyperbolic characters and all that kind of stuff. And, and, it, and it, to be perfectly honest, it made me like the show a little bit more because it wasn't taking itself too seriously anymore. It was sort of like, this is silly and we all know it's silly. Right. I think it got into the and I'll, I'll touch on this later that, you know, it it, it was very. Oh boy, it was very Gilmore Girls like. I had a oh, lot yeah. of I had a lot of some difficulty with that. But I think this show <laughs> this show is an accurate portrayal of small town southern life as Gilmore Girls is to a portrayal of small town like New England. Sure. Life, right? Yeah. Like there's it's a very like it's kind of boiling down and it gets some of those things right in terms of stereotypical stuff that's not all that far off from the truth, but it also kind of uh, it gets lazy when it comes time to really take those things and make them interesting. Yeah, I would agree. And in fact, along those lines, I wrote down that this is a Hallmark Christmas movie oh, yeah. because it is, it is very much like, what do you expect to get? You're, you have this big city doctor and she's coming to the small town mm-hmm. and that's my version of a Southern accent. Yeah, you, yeah I, I don't know what good. just happened yeah, there sorry. at all. Sorry, everybody. Sorry to the American South. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> all you, of you. You grew anyway, up in Texas. I, I did. I did. out to our listeners. I'm well-versed in the Southern uh-huh. accent, but uh, not great at creating it myself. Anyway, okay. this is a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie in that she is this big city doctor. I keep wanting to say big city lawyer, but kind of doesn't matter. Well, right? yeah. And then she goes to the small town and then she's going to be the small town doctor. Mm-hmm. And you know, she, her heart is in the city. Get it? Heart. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop <laughs> encouraging them. <laughs> I kind of like it. No, shut it down. I kind of like this show in the same way I that I kind do. of like Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. Like I can't watch them all the time because they're not good, but sure. In December, I'm going to put that channel on. Yeah. That's, it's a, uh, that's a hard pill to swallow. So the very last <laughs> note that I wrote about season, about episode one, about the pilot, uh, which is about here. You can see on my notes page, it just says, this is my nightmare. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it really became a struggle. This is, I, you know, I, I don't want to regress back to some of my more angry takes on some shows we've done uh-huh, previously, but sure. this was hard to get through for me. Okay. This was really difficult to get through. Like it was not, I did not find it interesting. I did not find it 
cute. It was it, it was the show. If I could describe this show in a word, it would be overconfident. Wow. Like, like it's, oh, that is it's a like smart we take are, on it. We are so smug and funny, and this is hilarious. And like it was just, uh, it was bad. Look, I I understand your opinion it was and bad. perspective. I am not disagreeing with your analysis. Uh-huh. I do think that as the unintended audience for this show, mm-hmm. it's 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 accurate. Sure. Um, I will say I disliked this show a little bit, but also liked it more than I kind of expected to. Okay. And and. I don't want to oversimplify it and say like, oh, it's a simple show that I don't have to think too hard about. But that is kind of what I liked about it. You know, like there's this, okay, who's she going to pick? Is it going to be George? Is it going to be Wade? Also, what kind of wacky misadventures are the townspeople going to have? There's an alligator named Burt Reynolds. That's wacky. Oh, that's great. I don't think it is a good show, but I did enjoy watching it a little bit. Okay. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna dispute that here shortly. So okay. Let's, fair enough. So let's move along. Sure. Um, yes, please. So, so the end of season one uh, culminates in a in a wedding. Uh-huh. Uh Specifically, the wedding of uh, Lemon and George. Yeah, the wedding of the century. Yeah, Cliff. Uh, the bluebell. The note I wrote is the, the wedding is very lazily shot in the clearly the Warner Brothers lot town square set that 100%. has been used in. A, a million other shows, yep. and they didn't seem to do a whole lot to dress it up or make it look different. If you watch. This show back-to-back with, there's probably five or six other shows that use the exact same sets, the exact same angles. Most of which we've analyzed some of, on this Some podcast. of which we've talked about on this podcast. It, it's, uh, it, was, it was rough. And then, and then I, I made a note here that I wrote, Colin is very upset about the stained wedding dress. So oh, Lemon's yeah. wedding dress gets stained and you were visibly upset. Well, she, was just, she was just way too casual with her mimosa. I know. Flinging it about. Well, you know. They shouldn't have left the wedding dress there. They also shouldn't have been drinking that close to it. It's just wedding 101. Well, here's guys. my take on it is the yeah. wedding dress was was hideous. It was awful. I'm not disagreeing with that. It was the it was a it was a disturbing okay, version of a wedding dress. Harsh, In fact, I, I went so far as to write have, a, have sure. a question for you. Yeah. Uh, who had a worse wedding dress? Uh, Lemon Breland or Dorothy Zbornak? I'm really glad you asked that. I would say Dorothy. Okay. But also Show your work. Okay. <laughs> It looked like a shower curtain. Mm-hmm. It was just too many loops, way too many accessories. Uh-huh. It was just, it was like they were just strapping more fabric to her dress. Okay, Whereas yeah. this was, this was fine. It was not my taste, but right. you we'll, know, we'll maybe Lemon throw can up, wear what she wants. We'll maybe throw up a comparison and a poll on the Twitter feed and great. see what I people. I think that's a really good idea. I, I'd say Lemon's dress is worse. Uh, because it is ugly on the outside and on the inside, depending according well, to who's wearing it. I agree. Dorothy Zbornak is a saint. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Lemon Breland is is not. She turns into sort of a nice person, but not real. I don't know. It's I, I, I couldn't handle it. Well, look. the, Plus, the her name's mimosas. Lemon. Who's named Lemon? Well, I, I think that's a good question. We we could talk about the names. There's also someone named Magnolia. And then her dad calls her Lemonade as like a pet name. It's just, it that's was just cute. Weird. If you name your kid Lemon. Okay. <laughs> I want everyone listening to know Cliff just shot me the most intense death stare I've ever gotten in six and a half it's, years it's, of marriage. It's bad and everyone knows it. And I don't even have to defend <laughs> All right, my then. statement. All right then. So what did you what else did you have? <laughs> I only have one other note and that is oh, that boy. they just trade relationships. Yeah, they sure They're do. Just back and forth. 
Yeah. But, you know, it's a small town, so there's not much else to do. It's not like new people are moving to town all the time. It's a, much like a, a show that we reviewed uh, here before on this podcast, Friends. It That's is, right. It is a, a revolving door yeah. of relationships. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I hope there's, you know, I hope they're they're being safe okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the town of uh, Bluebell, Alabama. So yeah, uh, I hope I, some too. other notes I made. I, this show, as I mentioned before, I, I wrote season two, episode one. I got to this show as slowly turning into Gilmore Girls, even to the point where on that episode, there is someone, an extra, that shows up very briefly wearing a logoless backwards hat. Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe thought, you noticed that. Yeah, I did. I'm going to notice it every time okay. because it's the most bizarre, awful thing that you could possibly come up with. It's, I, my, my thoughts have been made very clear yeah. about logoless I, hats on this I show. I certainly agree. Uh, I wrote that the Rammer Jammer is Merlots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the exact same set. The exterior, we've visited the yep. site before. It's the it's just a little log cabin on the Warner Brothers set that they just kind of changed the sign out yeah, on. Yeah, put a sign up. Apparently. But that was interesting. If you look closely at it, it is identical to the building with a different sign. Uh, season three, episode one, I wrote, Colin is laughing genuinely. She loves this show. All hope is lost. Uh, I was, Cliff is questioning our marriage. It was a disturbing a development. how much I enjoyed this uh, show. I, season three, I, I came to the conclusion that George may be an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. He has problems. Yeah, I think we he... We need to get him some help. Should talk is to there, someone. Is there a therapist in Bluebell? Yeah. Uh, no. Apparently there's so. not. There should not be. Not that I, I was aware of. Yeah. Uh, season three, episode 22, the finale... Uh, there's, I think the big turn is that Wade has an opportunity to move to Atlanta to franchise the Rammer Jammer, which is his restaurant that he starts off as the bartender and then eventually comes to own the restaurant. And I just wrote, don't drag Atlanta into this mess. (laughs) Uh, I I was also thinking there's no way the Rammer Jammer is unique enough to succeed in Atlanta. Yeah, we have it. We have a Texas roadhouse already. (laughs) Move along, Rammer Jammer. Um, it's just not that unique. We have an incredible Southern food here that Rammer Jammer. I, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Okay. All right. Well, so I, I, Dixie. I then, I then made a note and this was a genuine, this was a genuine thread. I, I wrote, if the troubadour shows up, I'm going to set the TV on fire. Okay. Uh, of Gilmore girls fame. Uh-huh. Like it, it was just headed that way. I know. It's it was, very similar it, to it, Gilmore In fact, girls. it wouldn't have surprised me if there was some sort of filming overlap somehow where, you see a Gilmore Girls scene in the background. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the yeah, timing yeah, yeah. is on the uh, the reboot of the Gilmore Girls, sure. but it, it, we kind of see happen. another camera crew yeah. like across the square while they're yeah. actively filming, and they're just kind of getting each other in their shots. They're like using the same extras and the same set design oh, and all that kind of stuff. Boy. I could, I could totally see it. Yeah, and I'll even say it. I liked this show better than Gilmore Girls. Well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. They're both uh, of the devil. Okay. So I can't, I don't even know how to compare them. I can't argue with that statement. They're of the devil. Like what? No, they're not. Yeah. So, (laughs) so let's, so well, let's get to season four. Okay. Uh, Season four, episode one, I I wrote baby prop question mark. There was a really weird, clearly plastic baby. Well, uh, okay. At one point. Yeah. It was rough. And then there's, uh, there's also a couple of scenes, I think even in the season premiere, uh, where there's a live birth, where they do the thing oh where they boy. show up and they're like, oh, here's a newborn baby that was just delivered and it's clearly like a nine-month-old child. Yeah, the production budget for this show... It has teeth already. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the production budget for this show is not high. Uh-huh. It is not. Well... You can't expect them to be buying prop newborn babies. But they were given some money. Right. Okay. I, they just spent it saying, all on... Like they on have- Zoe Hart's animal prints. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, and then finally, I, I wrote uh, for, for the for the finale, season four, episode ten. I wrote Colin laughing. She clearly loves this show. 
Uh, and then I wrote group song ending and I just put a sad face. <laughs> yeah, can't confirm. Uh, yeah, I just, it was rough. The, the grand finale to this show, I, I will say, fits exactly what this show deserves, which is like a big group sing-along number where the whole town does a choreographed deal and they jump around and kind of wrap up the story. It was uh, terrible, <laughs> but the show is terrible. And so, you know, okay. it's hand in hand. I'm going to talk about that section, that uh, sequence. I'm going to talk about that a little later. Okay, well, maybe we should go ahead. That's everything I had for close-ups. I've got a little Same. bit more to say, but it's all for some other segments. Let's so, do it. Uh, so should we, should we move, move on? on? All right, we'll go ahead and close up close-ups then. Now it's time for our most unpopular take. Let's get over dramatic. All right, now is the Man. part of our podcast. Sorry, everybody. Oh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this section. Okay. I, I think I should go first. Why don't you go first? Okay. Yeah. I think I loved the final dance sequence. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> and here's I why. I did, Colin. Because exactly what you said, it's, it's big and flashy and stupid, and so is the show. Yeah, it's silly. And that's what's great about it, is that it... it it's not trying to be anything bigger or more important than a fun, silly show. Sure. It, it stopped taking itself seriously to the, to the show's credit, but yes. that did not save it for me. Okay. Yeah. I I think I loved it. Okay. I, at That's first, fair. I wanted to make fun of it, but then the more it went on, I was kind of like, this is, I'm kind of enjoying this. Yeah. I, I typically, you know, I, I like those sorts of things. You'll, you'll not find a bigger fan of the Muppet movie than me, Colin. That's true. You won't find one. No. Yeah. You look. I'll, I don't, don't need to. They don't exist. I believe you. So, you know, <laughs> big fun musical numbers with songs and silliness and the storytelling. Like, I like that sort of stuff. I just, this show had already lost me by the time we got sure, there. I just, yeah. I was, I was done. This show lost you at minute one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, so I'll, maybe that's a good segue to my overdramatic take. This is maybe the most accurate overdramatic and, and perhaps controversial overdramatic take I've ever gotten. This is one of the first things I wrote down. Harley Wilkes was the lucky one. He got out early. <laughs> oh my God. I was jealous of him from the jump. Harley Wilkes, of course, being the father who passes away harsh. in the first episode. That's so mean. And he's the only one that got a little bit of uh, peace okay. in this show. All right. And I Did he, though? Because he had best to watch. Best character of the show. <laughs> he had to watch his practice be run into the ground by Dr. Zoe Hart. Did he? Did he? he didn't. He didn't well, have to. we don't to. know. We don't yeah, know what he happens. He got to miss... <laughs> Everything. Okay. I was like, <laughs> season three, I was so jealous of Harley. Okay. I was so jealous. But that that's that's my that's my overdramatic take. I, you know, and I don't think it's that overdramatic. I think keeping it's it, keeping it real. I think it's the the height of accuracy. You said your piece, and now we can move on. Uh huh. Okay. So with that, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and move on. We'll we'll take our first break, but uh, we'll be right back. And don't go away because when we come back, we're going to hand out some awards and we're going to pass some judgment. Hey everybody, this is Cliff, your TV idiot. And this is your television expert, Colin. And we're here to tell you all about our pre-award winning podcast called The Showdown. We know you love TV. We do too. And we're not here to judge how much. So to feed your craven addiction, we'll explore one amazing all-time TV show on every single episode. This episode, we're watching Home Improvement. We're watching Bachelor in Paradise. Low Deck Mediterranean. Gilmore Girls. We're watching Mr. Ed. Friends. The Curse of Oak Island. We're watching Unsolved Mysteries. The Golden Girls. Family Matters. True Blood. We'll talk trivia, play games, rate, and of course, throw down some very questionable opinions. 
The show is a is a murderer. Robert Stack's trench coats have everything: shoulder pads, <laughs> buttons, lapels, earth tones. Yeah, they're incredible. Well, four hooves and a mouth is like five fingers, right? If you think oh, about boy. it. So okay. it's like it's like a one-handed surgeon. Okay. Don't think about it too yeah, hard. It, it would right, totally work, right. though. Yeah. I, look, if if I needed emergency surgery and the only physician available were Mr. Ed, I would let him operate. Okay. The answer is always more, more ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> You're purporting that Mr. T is the charismatic element of the A-Team? He's the only one well, I Why don't know. you just say Murdoch for that? No, you know what? Stop. Okay. So listen to the showdown on any service where fine podcasts are available and channel surf over to our website for more surprises at www.showdownpodcast.com. See you soon. And we're back on the showdown. Now, Cliff, you can see that I'm wearing my fanciest debutante ball. It's glorious. Gown. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're called. I'm not good so you're, at this. You're wearing I a am, debutante I'm ball. I'm a real ball gown. New York Zoe Hart. The old gown. <laughs> All right. But mm-hmm. anyway, let's get gussied up. It's Dundee time. <laughs> so this, of course, is the part of our podcast where we give out some awards. And I think we're going to start with the best. And Cliff, I think you should start us off. Sure. So my best is easy. My best goes to Burt Reynolds, um, the alligator specifically. And it's for his restraint in not biting anyone associated with this show. I think think he deserves an award for not just chewing on the first person that walked by him for for being put through uh, this show. I I wonder if his agent made a mistake uh, in casting him. I I don't know what the story is there, but, uh, you know, props to the gator for not, you know, not hurting anybody. Yeah, great job. He Mm -hmm. must have had some great... Craft service options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is also very, very simple, and it, it may seem a little bit silly uh, or reductive, but I have to say time and time again, I was impressed by this. Mm-hmm. The best thing on this show are the earrings. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> the earrings are so good. In every scene, I'm like, those are actually really cool. Like, earrings that I would wear. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. You should go back to watch. Yeah, no, I'm interested just, to hear more. Just for the earrings. Okay, yeah. Well, it's, it's this Someone if, listening to this is going, I know, right? Okay, uh, yeah. And you should tweet at us because I need confirmation that I'm yeah, not alone in this. But, I genuinely loved the earrings yeah, in this show. Hashtag earring solidarity. That's right. Uh, that's right. I, I, yeah, I, I can't go with you on that one. I have to take your word for it. Yeah. But that seems that seems plausible. And they did a great job. They look great. Sure. All I right. want them all. All right. Should we talk about worst? Absolutely. All right. Should I go first? Yes, please. Okay. So uh, my worst is, I, I, first thing I wrote, it's hard to pick just one thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I landed on the music cues. Okay. Uh, I, but they're inappropriate. They're and they're super heavy handed. The, the music cues come in, like the grave sequence. There's yeah. a couple of like the funeral. Like there's some weird like <laughs> semi uplifting country music in the background. The live birth that happens in the first episode. Uh-huh. There's some weird yeah. music playing over the top of it. The indoor wedding setup montage when yep. they're like changing the wedding to indoors in the first season when it's raining really bad and they're trying to like fix it. Just the music cues in the show were so bizarre. Like, they got a little bit better as the seasons went on, but it was just like they couldn't handle silence because they felt like the <laughs> drama wasn't strong enough. And so, like, let's throw a, throw a random chippy country song in there. And yeah. it was uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and I, I want to congratulate you on restraining yourself and not just ripping the show apart when handing out your worst study. Oh, we're not done with the show. Yet, <laughs> I know we're not, Don't but worry. still, you know. <laughs> There's still time. Um, as for my worst, I found that the opening credits were the worst. 
the combination of the song, which we've already discussed is lazy and hokey and uh-huh. awful. The graphics are really bad. There's like these disembodied legs that uh-huh. are supposed to represent Zoe Hart in New York. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Blue Bat. It's weird yeah. and bad. Yeah, it's it's like it was made for children to try and explain what the show is. Like, yes, are you a moron? Yeah. Here's a series of images to try and it's explain like, what's It's like, we, we get it. It's weird. not a difficult concept. It really isn't. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a good worst award. There were so many, uh, you know, I think we could probably give an honorable mention to just everything that we didn't talk about. And yeah. Probably all the stuff that we did also earns a worst award from me for this show. Just kind of to let them know how much suffering they put me through. We, we only have the budget for so many Dundies to uh-huh. actually produce. So, you know, we just can't give an award for everything that earned it. So with that, we'll, we'll go ahead and take these awards. Strangely, no one came uh, came down to the show to pick up these awards. We invited. Yeah, I think they're the, all busy. The, 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 their... the only one that responded was the, the Gator, and, <laughs> and the response was actually that after this show, uh, he had chosen to no longer become an actor. He just lives in the swamp now. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he retired. The show really kind of killed his career, which That's is sad. tough. So anyway, uh, we'll take them and send them over to Bluebell, Blue Bell, where yeah. they can make some weird earrings out of them. They're Maybe gonna, these will become yes. great earrings. Yes, is they will become great earrings. So that will go ahead and have the showdown workers step plays out. All right, everybody, we're going to get to closing arguments in just a second and give this thing a score. But before we do that, we have some really special guests come in to give us their take on Heart of Dixie. Let's hear what they have to say right now in a segment we like to call Expert Testimony. All right, everybody, this is Expert Testimony on the Showdown, and we'd like to welcome our experts for this episode, our friends Richard and Jane. Thank you for your service today. Hey, glad to be here. That's good. <laughs> you can talk, yes. Yeah. Man, yeah. I was really hoping you were going to say Dick and Jane. Oh, well, yeah. Also known as Dick and Jane. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, let's start out with just kind of a baseline. So, so what exactly are your familiarity credentials with today's subject? Of course, the legendary television show, Heart of Dixie. Heart I'm, I'm assuming you've, you've watched the show and are, in fact, experts on... On, uh, on this this subject. So I watched it when it was live. Mm-hmm. And then I, for some reason, I just missed out on the last season. Years passed. Mm-hmm. And this past year. It didn't year, become a priority for you it did, I don't know what happened. I just forgot about it. Sure, and then, yeah. you know, And then, you know, when you get bored and you're like, oh, it's on Netflix. Let me watch it. So I watched the last season. And then as soon as it ended, I was like... Oh man, I should rewatch the entire series again. So, so you admit the show is forgettable right off the bat. I just want to make that clear. And Richard, you're you're here for a reason. You also have some some credentials. Yeah, I would say trying to forget. Okay, devolve. Okay, but you're uh-huh. but you've you've witnessed the show. Uh, yeah, yeah like, through familiar. many through proxy, hours, many hours through proxy, uh-huh. through osmosis. Uh-huh. It's almost constantly on at our okay. All right, apartment. so it's Wait, so it's constantly a, really. Uh, pretty close for that first week. Or and it, so. is this a haunted Monday. house that you live at? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, I'm just trying to understand. Now, do you live in Bluebell, Alabama? It, it, it's sad. I wish. <laughs> yeah. I kind of just so cute. There's some great sadness. So that's that's, that's a good segue into uh, our opening statement. We want to give you a chance to kind of express your your true opinions on on the show. Um, so before we start our questions, which we'll get into here in just a second, would you like to give an opening statement a piece? Jane, would you like to go first? I love Heart of Dixie. Okay, all right. That's a strong start. Yeah, I think it's 
I mean, I love Gilmore Girls. Okay. So it's a well, very that explains quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very similar, mm-hmm. but with a southern take to it. I and think... who doesn't like Rachel Bilson? Well, uh, me. Um, to start <laughs> the, we'll, we'll, I like Rachel Bilson. Yeah. We'll, we'll it, get to that later. I'm gonna I'm gonna remain impartial for this. Right. This, this subject matter, Richard. What what, what would you say? Uh, I'll keep it short. Two words. Okay. Rage inducing. <laughs> Rage inducing. Okay. Yeah. And yet I you, can I can sense that from and, you. And yet you were me. So this right this, this is really a story of true sacrifice on your part. Yeah, and exactly. watching the show. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. I think that's fair. So let's jump into the questions here. Yeah. We've got some some questions to hopefully reveal a little bit more information to help us make a judgment uh, here on, on this episode of the showdown. And I'll start um, with with question number one, which is pretty straightforward. I think we've already we've already heard some answers. Why on earth are you watching this show? What 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 possessed you in the first place to to start watching Heart of Dixie? It's a good family fun okay. feel good show. Okay, it's, it's, I I would like to submit that he's become a combative witness. Okay, <laughs> Richard, your your thoughts? Yeah, I love Jane. Okay, <laughs> oh, go. that's oh, nice. That's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, let's see. It's a, yeah. It's a, All right. Well, question number two. Uh, no, really. Why would you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I really love Jane. Oh, okay. that's <laughs> beautiful. Okay. That's All really right. nice. It's doubling uh-huh. down. I think that's I think that's smart. Okay, so we'll, we'll move on to some more substantial questions. Question number three. Do you honestly think you could sit through an entire Founders Day parade? Like, given given the chance to sit on the sidewalk in in Bluebell, Alabama, and it's watch like this ninety out this crazy parade, do you feel like you would be able to honestly sit there and watch it, or would you? I think so. It's a small okay. town, so how long could the parade be? Is, well, it felt pretty long on television. Um, it, hours, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> I mean, one of the parades that got. Stopped abruptly. That's true. That's right. well, well, generally, you never know what could happen in Bluebell, Alabama. Right. So, generally, are you parade fans? Would you? That's probably a good place to start. Do you like a good parade? I like a good parade. Okay. okay. I don't go to all parades, but yeah, we like okay. a good parade. Well, I mean, all right. I think it would be a spectacle. So, okay. like, I could probably sit through one, sure. with, with or without booze. Oh, that's right. That's a good question. With, I think, in you general, well, then, yeah, right? the, the show doesn't seem to shy you away from, to. from alcohol. Yeah. No, no. You could have some drinks at the Rammer Jammer. The Rammer Jammer, yeah. down to yeah. the Founders yeah. Day Parade. I think so. I think so Wade, nice. Wade owes me at least a shot or two. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's right. That's a fair answer. Colin All right. Ne- next question. Are Joel Stevens and Waldo the same person? You make such a great point. I never <laughs> saw it until yeah. now. But does he get lost? Well, he's, he does, in fact, quite a bit uh, at the hands of... Easy to overlook as yeah, well. Yeah, at the he hands of, uh, of Mr. Wade. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's maybe a question that would need to be answered by the person directly. But you, you would at least admit here in this, this artificial court of law that uh, Joel and Waldo are strikingly similar. Yes. Okay. He's right. definitely in the background a lot. <laughs> All right. I, I think our, our court reporter has that taken down as, a, uh-huh. uh, as an affirmative. So let's move on to question five here. We've got, this is kind of a long question, so I'll, I'll ask you to bear with me here. It's it's uh, a, a situation I'm going to put you in, and I, I'd like an honest reaction. I think I know what Richard is going to say, but but interested to hear, hear it, Jane's it, answer. It can't be longer than an episode of Heart it's, of it's pretty. It's pretty long. It's going to feel All right. Long. So let me okay. set the scene here. So you're out on the night having a good time, surrounded by friends. You suddenly feel a dull pain in your abdomen. You try to ignore and continue with the evening, but it persists until you find yourself laying on the floor of the bar in agony. You're rushed to the emergency room and hastily admitted with suspicions of an appendicitis. That diagnosis is soon confirmed, and you learn you must have surgery immediately to ensure your very survival. You're told there's only one surgeon available, and just at that moment, in walks Dr. Zoe Hart. Knowing what an unreliable and unprofessional medical practitioner she is, do you let her operate? So to be clear, 
Mr. Ed is not available. Mr. Ed is not is available. Not available. Oh. In this yes. scenario, no. In the real world, ideally, yes. Is Dr. Hart, are you putting your life in her hands? You consent. You know. <laughs> I, I, think, mean, I think we have our answer. I think we're going to want to leave that long pause in there. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're choosing possible death otherwise. That's, that's the catch here. Yeah, there's always the, the catch chance here. you can get distracted by a boy halfway through surgery. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Still no Mr. Ed. No, yeah. no, yeah, Mr. Ed's not walking <laughs> yeah. through that door. A buddy. horse is not an option. Wow. So what? What? So it's, it's yes or no. You like, gotta let her try. Yeah, okay. I mean, and I mean, she might give me some okay. fashion tips along right. the way. That's okay. true. All right. She definitely might. She oh. is good at that. Yes. Okay. All right. So yeah. we'll, I'm surprised. We have two yeses. Two on yeses this, on this question. All right. We'll we'll take Cliff, that into consideration. Cliff, do you want to submit your answer? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm a hard no. Under no circumstances. I think, I, I think yeah, I'm a. Can we get a? But the alternative is death. I'll bleed out. There's probably another. Out. There's probably another doctor. Cliff, you might bleed out. Colin, I, Someone, I think you're smarter than that. My, my blood is very thin. <laughs> okay. It's very thin. That's that is a well-known fact. If, Someone, if Dr. Freeland was around, would you do it? Oh sure. Okay. Sure. I yeah, I think, think he's a. I think he's a. He's a mean well, professional. He is a jerk and probably a racist. <laughs> where would he well, be at that moment? Yeah. Where would where would it's Rick a small Rick, town? Where would he be? That's a good question. Oh, Why would he lady, not be available? Oh, he, good, well, oh, he might be uh, camping, fishing, that's or right. out riding Mr. Ed. No, possibly, it, and that's it why might Mr. Be Ed the was opening day it's of all coming season. together. That's yeah, right. that's yeah. it. All explains itself. Yeah. So we have one more question. Carl, oh yeah, well, to... it's a series of questions. This is lightning round. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one or the other, and both of you can just jump in with your answer right away, same time, if you want. Or you can be polite and defer to I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a lot of rules. It's a lot of, sounds like a lot of rules. Right. <laughs> listed a whole bunch of rules. Explaining what's going to happen. All right. Okay. Here we go. Bluebell or New York City? New York City. Bluebell. Okay. George or Wade? Wade. Ooh, George. Oh, wow. boy. Oh, this is getting interesting. Zoe or Lemon? Zoe. Lemon. Oh. <laughs> okay. Levon or George? Levon. Levon. Yeah, okay. Levon, for sure. Yeah. Meatball or Dash DeWitt? Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> let, the, let the record show Richard is making a, Richard, I don't know what's going Richard on. Richard is very I don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. Meatball. All right. Sounds, fair enough. Sounds fair delicious. Enough. Uh, Brick Breland or Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Rammer Jammer, Fancies, or The Butter Stick? The Butter Stick. Mm. Rammer Jammer. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's Rammer good. Jammer does have alcohol. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, so we had some... Significant disagreements there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think the I, I want to so we're gonna we'll, we'll wrap up here in a second, but I want to I want to dial back to the George versus Wade. I also want to dial back because to I'm I'm surprised one of one of them is pure evil, and the other one is Wade, and so oh, I you know I I want to I want to talk a little bit about who's choosing George. Jane, like why? What what, what possessed <laughs> you to say George over Wade? Maybe, and he's a little bit more mature than Wade. And you know, from the beginning, they were just meant to be together. Okay, but he ends up with someone else. <laughs> that is true. And she ends up with Wade. Well, it's not. Well, the, well, in fairness, the yep. question Spoilers. isn't like who's. It's just a. It's just a general preference. I mean, we don't actually know because this is only four seasons of their life. Yeah, this just could be tragically. Just, if yeah. only there were a fifth season. <laughs> if only there that were. I didn't have continuing storylines. To be clear, I thought I was choosing for me. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. now, okay. See you and Wade together. Yeah, that makes got sense. it. Yeah, yeah it's all coming back together. Yeah, that's. Same haircut. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, so so. 
really interesting stuff. Uh, I, I, I think we would both agree uh, Jane is the winner of the lightning round. Of course, yeah, yeah. obviously. And unfortunately, obviously. I, I think that's, it just feels like that's how that went. Yeah. Um, I can see. <laughs> so uh, so we'll move on to, the, to our, our closing statement already. So uh, w- would either of you like to offer a closing statement for our listeners, just on your general feelings about Heart of Dixie, your experience perhaps, how you would advise the world to, to, to take on the show? Rage inducing. Okay. okay. All right. So we haven't moved off Jane. of that spot for Richard. Confirm. Your, your point. If you just want a feel good show uh-huh. with a little drama and some quirkiness, mm-hmm. you know, Rage. Lemon Lemon Breland is really a star of the show in my okay. opinion. I think she's really great. I would concur with that. I think I think she offers an unexpected position. Well, well okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, I'm, not, okay. I'm gonna have a little bit to say about that. Yeah. In, well, in a few we'll, minutes. we'll get into that. Plus, yeah. there's meatball. Plus meatball. there's meatball. Plus there's meatball. meatball. What a, yeah, what a what a perfect note to end on is when all else fails. Couldn't have said it better myself. Get you some meatball. That's right. Get you a good helping of meatball. Right. So uh, so with that, you know, we'd love to thank our guests Richard and Jane for joining us. We will take your expert testimony into consideration. Uh, up next on closing arguments. All right. So I, I think that's going to prove helpful, Colin. Of I, course it will. I, there's it was incredible. A lot of good thoughts in there. I was a little disturbed by the pro George sentiment in there but that's that's okay it's jason street man yeah i guess so it's what he does to people um, and again big thanks to our friends uh richard and, and jane for for offering some helpful uh advice on this oh, show absolutely. it's gonna help us uh, as we as we move into a part of the show where we have to get a little bit more serious we have to put our courtroom attire on it's time to go before judge stone and give our closing arguments colin are you ready yep all right here we go All right. So, of course, Closing Arguments is the part of our podcast where we offer up uh, one final summation about our feelings on the show, one final impassioned plea, if you will, uh, on this subject matter, of course, Heart of Dixie today. The score that we're going to give is going to be between zero and five stars. And then, of course, in true star search fashion, we're going to combine those scores for a grand total out of 10 so that we can compare that against other shows that we've we've rated here on on our podcast. So, uh, Colin, would you like to go first? I would love to. I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to tell it like it is. You know, you know that about me as a judge. Sure. I'm going to start with one fact. I don't believe this character would actually be happy here in Bluebell. Okay. She's a surgeon. A little late for that now. Yeah, it is a little late for that now. And I think the show kind of proved that she was. I guess so. It's weird. Anyway, (laughs) um, the the show overall is one of those shows where you know what you're here for. You know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. You know what to expect. It's not complicated. It's not going to pull at your muscles in your brain at all. It's not going to give you any more wrinkles. You don't have to worry about learning anything. It's a simple show. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And and for those reasons, I liked it. It's not a great show, so it's not going to get a very high score. Uh, it does get a half-star showrunner bump for having a female showrunner. Okay. But unfortunately, it lost half a star for the just terrible unreality of Zoe Hart's baby delivery no, sequence. Too bad. She was yeah. just like happy and all the people were in the room and mm-hmm. she wanted to Skype with her mom and that was just very unrealistic and I found it very offensive. Okay. All right. As, you know, a woman who has had a child uh-huh. twice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not at all accurate. So okay. I lost half a star there. Um, but like I said, it's it's a show that delivers on a promise. As simple and basic as that promise is. And Mm -hmm. I do think basic is an appropriate word. Oh, it's basic. Yep. So uh, for those reasons, I gave the show two and a half stars. Okay. Wow. Went a little high there. I I feel like I did, but I like the show. Okay. All right. Well, mine is pretty pretty short uh, and not sweet at all. You know, I was just fed up at this point. (laughs) This show is 100% dependent on being cute. 
I do not find it cute. <laughs> I find it soul draining. Uh, I gave it a negative two full stars for triggering my Gilmore Girls PTSD. I did not appreciate that. It took me to a very dark place that I did not want to be ever again. <laughs> and there I found myself. And so, you know, a, a pox upon their houses for doing that. Um, and then I also gave it a negative 0.5 uh, stars for uh, close headstones. And okay. Colin, I think you know what Wondered I mean. Wondered when that was going to come up. Yeah, if if you take a look at the at the graveyard at any point, they they're so lazy. They just stack yeah, they the just headstones next to each other. Together. They're literally just like stacked next to each other, like they were in the like. Prop it, how many headstones can we get into the shot? <sighs> it was rough. Yeah, it's um, not good. That that left me with a, a final score of two point one, which in retrospect I feel like is high. I think I landed at two point one because I, I wanted to give it. Something similar to what I gave Gilmore Girls, which again I think historically is also way too high of a score. Right. I, I was I was so foolish and naive when yeah. we first started it's this podcast about make my room scores for but, how bad some shows so, are going to be and how good some shows. Yeah, are so but either way, I think that that lands us on a, a, a final score combined score of four point six. That's correct. Is that correct? And yes. so that that puts it not bad. pretty low in the list. Our yeah, list is getting pretty long. We're five. approaching twenty shows that yeah. we've reviewed here and that's that's easily in the bottom third sure uh and deservedly so yeah it, i, I mean know. it's like i said it's not a good show my hope is that one day we'll come back to be able to revisit the score and make it even lower wow okay um <laughs> you almost gave it what i gave it yeah, so that's that's that's, that's what i want for for the future all right of our world so well, let's uh, dream about that yeah <laughs> so we'll, we'll go ahead and, and uh, start a paperwork to go ahead and get the score on this show entered into uh, our scoreboard on our website feel free to go check that out it's uh, got everything listed uh, along with uh, some reasons why some of those shows got the score <laughs> that they did, if you're interested. Uh, and while you do that, we'll take a quick break, but don't go away because when we come back, we're going to play some games. All right, everybody, welcome back to the showdown here on our very special Heart of Dixie episode. Is um, it very special? Well, it's it's so special somehow. But yep. but all that's about to change, Colin. Yeah. Because it's time for my very favorite part of our podcast. Mine too. Are you ready to play some games? I am ready. All right, let's do it. All right. So welcome to Bonus Rounds. It's the part of the showdown where we play for the championship of this show. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much either of us ever want to be associated with this show, perhaps I more do. than me. I want to win. Okay. Well, I want to win I because I have the heart of a champion. Okay. Uh, and that's, you know, is that that's... H-A-R-T? No. I, okay. it's, it's the normal spelling. Okay. This is a pun-free <laughs> zone right. for the word heart. How okay. dare you? So Sorry. Uh, we're going to we're gonna play three rounds specifically. Yep. We've got a big wheel we're going to spin here. It's got about 20 games on it of which we have come up with all very stupid. Oh, yeah. The dumber uh, the better. But we're going to play them anyway. So yep. too bad. Um, and the best two out of three is going to be declared champion of this That's episode. Right. So are we ready? Do you want yeah. to spin Can first? Yeah. spin first? Yeah. Please do. Go right ahead. Here we go. Oh, boy. We've, landed on, <laughs> we've landed on a good one. This game's called Cocktails. Look, you're getting better. <laughs> Thank you. You're getting Thank better. You. I'll, 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 I can say that. Yeah, you're you're I'm making so progress. Proud to hear that. Uh, still not, you know, 
outstanding. I don't know if <laughs> okay. we're going to win any sound design awards, but yeah. uh, it'd be better. Yeah, it's good. You. So thank Cocktails, uh, of course, is a game that's pretty simple. It's this, what is the best drink pairing for yeah. this show? So Heart of Dixie. Yep. Colin, what do you say? What's the best? What's I'm going to go game? with something that is typically a Southern drink uh-huh. that also the title of matches the color of the dresses that these characters wear. Uh-huh. And that is a mint julep. Okay. It's, it's refreshing. Wow. Delicious. So you're just giving up. Whoa. I, I want to be clear. How dare you? I just want to be clear about Levin Breland is literally your... wearing a mint dress in the episode that we're watching right okay. now. Well, Mint yeah. julep. It's perfect. It's the perfect and answer. What's yours? No Go. <laughs> try it. <laughs> wow. This has got aggressive. So, yep, yeah, sure I'm going did. to. Yeah, yeah. Get a load of this. Okay. Mine is also a traditional Southern drink, uh, and it is the only thing I can imagine I could ingest to help me make it through this show, and that's uh, some good old-fashioned moonshine. Okay. I'm from the land of the shine, uh-huh. as you know, uh, <laughs> okay. and so I have my ancestors... Happening? literally made moonshine in the mountains and i feel like uh do i have some in our, our fridge right now so that's right uh, i feel like not it does and, not I'm have not, a label on and it. by the way not this nonsense like production moonshine like yeah. peach flavored junk that you no. get at the, if at you the printed store a label and put it on a mason wrong. jar no it does it has, not count yeah, if it has a label i'm not interested this yeah. is like came from somebody 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 else's uncle yeah uh it was delivered to us in a paper bag barely drinkable but yeah. <laughs> uh but will knock you out so that you don't it have hurts. to endure the yeah. show at full consciousness and so um you know i i feel like my answer is far superior i don't think so i think you just don't like the show so you want to get hammered so you don't have to watch it that's true that's the correct okay so mine was a creative answer that had to do with color and also heritage and i think it's a better answer no it's not because the mint julep is more of a kentucky area type of moonshine is more of a kentucky and tennessee no that's well moonshine is universal everybody loves moonshine so i'll go ahead and take the point for the first round here i I disagree i think my I think I won. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but you've, you've the audience is is not in agreement. Okay, um, <laughs> poll isn't real. Yeah, so uh, so oh, so boy. sorry. Round one goes Are to we, me because it's, it's just disagree. true. Yeah, if it, you, this show needs uh, some sort of a, a, a damper, okay, uh, and Moonshine will be that for us. All right, do you uh, want to spin the wheel? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and spin the wheel for yeah, for round we'll, two. We'll keep moving here. Right, here we go. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of moonshine. We've landed on one of one of both of our favorite games. This, yeah. This uh, is a game called Who Wants to Be a Martindale? Oh, yeah. So Who Wants to Be a Martindale, of course, is a game where we try and pick out a role from the subject matter, of course, today being Heart of Dixie, where beloved character actress Margot Martindale could insert herself and perhaps improve the show, you know, and always improve. No, perhaps. Yeah. She always improves. <laughs> that's, the show. that's a fair point. So I, I, I have an immediate answer for this. I can go, go first. first. Um, I was actually afraid that it was going to land on this game. Sure. Um, and my answer is no role because I would never ask an actress of the caliber of Margot Martindale to be associated with such an abomination <laughs> that is, Heart of Dixie. There's, there's. She could improve literally anything about it, but the rest of her surrounding environment would just be nothing but uh, evil and chaos. And so my my answer, and perhaps this is is essentially my forfeiture of this round, is that I refuse. Uh, I refuse to make her do this. Well, even if it's just imaginary, seems like a cop out, but it's mm. certainly a, certainly a thoughtful answer. It's protests. I understand and appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I my answer is that I think she should play the role of Lemon Breland because she is cutthroat, but also wow. 
you know, Marco Martindale, I think likable, a, a nice lady. <laughs> I know she's a nice lady. That's what I'm saying. She is a great actress and she can be cutthroat. Okay. But also nice. Okay. That's your, that's, that's what your... we like about her. All right. Now, according to the bylaws of our program, my answer, although I feel like is better and more accurate, does result in the forfeiture of my. Okay. Well, that just this makes round. up for the so first round that I clearly won. Perhaps. There's a lot of technicality stuff going on sure. here with that's this. Fair. this. So that's round fair. two. We'll have is to consult our legal department. Gonna, <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll dial them up after the show. It should be, <laughs> uh, it should be a fun conversation. So round two goes to, to Colin, and that means round three is going to be the decisive round. We've had a run of these. We, yeah. This is, you know, yeah. This is this not going to be a sweet. It's an interesting show somehow. Yeah. So we'll, uh, would you like to spin the wheel I for would, the, the I third and final round? Thank you. Yes. Here we go. Oh boy. Okay, we've landed on a game called Game of Clones. All right, so Game of Clones is a game where we we try and figure out what some translation would look like on this show. It's a phenomenon that's always fun to me if you like doing some some deep diving on IMDb. I mean, everybody does that, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not just a weirdo that no, does that all by no. myself. No, well, you are, but not So I, I, I find it interesting how uh, shows are, are made, and if they're popular, they're, they're produced or they're farmed out uh, to international audiences, and the show titles are translated uh, into those various languages in the countries where they're shown. There's always some interesting translation that happens when you take a title and send it to a different language and then send it back to English. There's some things they get uh, that tend to get rearranged in the show. It typically ends up being some version of a description of the show as opposed to what it originally was, kind of yep. like a game of telephone. So anyway, sure. uh, Game of Clones is where we try and determine once this title of this show has been sent around uh, through some international audiences and then brought back into English, what does the actual translation end up being? Yeah. So, um, Colin, would you like to go first? I would love to. Sure. Yeah, mine, mine's very simple. It's kind of an amalgamation of some ideas and also just, you know, what the what the actual words are. Mm-hmm. And so I think the uh, new title is Alabama Surgeon Lover. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, that seems realistic. It does. I give nothing else. Um, Thank you. And I do mean nothing else. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Unbelievable. So mine is uh, it, it's sort of, you know, where we land, which is a description of what's happening in the plot as opposed to the original. So the name of the show is Heart of Dixie. I think it's probably going to get sent around to some international audiences and they're going to... Heart of Dixie is not going to mean a whole lot to people. Dixie is a, a region of the United States that most people aren't going to be familiar with. It's not going to mean anything to them. Uh, the heart pun is just terrible. Okay. I think they're going to be smart <laughs> enough to drop that. It's not that. the point of the game. Is it? <laughs> it's, oh, it, oh, it's, the it's the point of this game. All so right, uh, anyway, I think it's going to come back over and be more of a description, like you said. My description uh, ends up being Dr. Latte and the Hayseeds. Uh, and I, th- <laughs> I think I think that kind of describes what's happening. It's a very caricature-driven Show it's about a, a doctor lady that needs coffee and doesn't seem to do much else, and then a bunch of you know hayseeds that are walking around. Right. Do uh, they even grow hay in Alabama? Of course they grow hay in Alabama. Okay. That's right. what that's what uh, you know cows eat. Okay, <laughs> surprised you didn't know that. So they I, also eat corn. Okay, all right. We're, we're, in let's, the Midwest, let's stop this charade. It's two different please. kinds of cows. All right, let's corn just, fed and grain fed. All right, let's just shut this down right now. So, uh, so those are pretty close answers. I think we're going to have to go to the live poll here. Oh boy, um, it's not real. You're just going to make yourself. There's a, a big response coming in. There's a lot of a lot of data. Uh, it seems to be having trouble. We don't air calculating, this live. and <laughs> it looks like uh, this is shocking. It, it looks like people are 
are, are choosing your answer over mine. <gasps> that means I'm the winner. Yeah. A part of Dixie. But a lot of the notes seem to be pointing to the idea you know that what? they have too much respect for me <laughs> to have me permanently associated <laughs> yes. with this show. Uh, so kind Which of. Just what you said about Margot Martindale. So kind of a win-win. Okay. Uh, but Colin, in, in any event. I am the champion you are, for the record. You are the champion. Thank you. Of the Heart of Dixie. Thank you. Episode of the showdown. And so, uh, you know. Texas forever. Okay. No, that's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alabama, Dixie forever. No, I, guess. I don't think that works either. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, so with that, we'll while you try and figure that out, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap up our show here. And because you got to get your trophy. Yeah, yeah. You got to pack it's up your trophy. It's just a high heel with a with a southern something in it. Okay, that's know. enough. So, <laughs> Sorry, uh, so so thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we hope you had a good time. We always have fun making this show. Of course, uh, please visit us if you get a chance at www.showdownpodcast.com. To play along, you can also uh, give us a shout on Twitter if you like it, The Showdown 6. And as always, I'm Cliff. I'm Colin. And this is The Showdown signing off. If she never came to town, then she never would have found me Driving on the side of the road When I gave her a ride and she sat down inside I didn't know things were about to explode Gonna sail my boat far away from heart and gonna sail it away from rain. And I was once been a year, but today I'm drinking beer. You say you're a doctor, why'd you bring me so much pain? You say you're a doctor, why'd you bring me so much pain?